Hi, and welcome to From a Full Cup. I'm your host, Natalie Mullen, a certified wellness educator, speaker, facilitator, and teacher. From a Full Cup is a mental wellness education podcast that helps women prioritize their wellness and put themselves first because you can't pour from an empty cup. I present unique wellness tips and strategies in ways that are relatable and practical and can be adopted for your lifestyle. Whether I'm speaking at an event, facilitating a workshop, or coaching clients, I'm passionate about helping women dream big, take action, and move the needle forward to achieve the life they want. Now, let's get started. Just before we get into this episode, know that there was a problem with the audio, so there are some parts that I have re-recorded, so it might sound slightly different. Thank you for your grace, and let's get started. Hey y'all, this is my 39th episode. Woohoo! I am so happy that you're here. And today we are talking about people pleasing. I hope you find this episode helpful. And if you do, please share it with a friend, whether via text or WhatsApp or Instagram. I'm really working to grow the listener base. And if each person sends it to one person, that will make a huge impact. I have actually created a new segment and it's called the check-in. And I just wanted to create a space and time for listeners and for myself just to check in with yourself and see how you're doing. I wanted to create a moment of pause, reflection, and just allow you to touch base with yourself. So I'm going to ask you to rate yourself 1 to 10. How is your joy today? How is your energy? How is your well-being? I truly hope that you are doing well. And if you're not, please send me a message on Instagram, send me a DM, and I would be happy to chat with you and support you. All right. Last week's interview was all about budgeting our three key resources, time, money, and energy. And if you didn't listen to that episode, it was a really good interview, so I encourage you to listen to it. Today, we're talking about people-pleasing. Now, people-pleasing is something that so many people suffer from or struggle with, I would say is a better way of putting it especially women. And I think women especially because they are by nature nurturing, caring, compassionate people. But what happens with those great qualities is that sometimes people overextend themselves. And people-pleasing is all about putting other people's needs and desires ahead of your own self, often at the expense of your own well-being. And it's something that's ingrained in us because you don't want to disappoint others or you don't want to displease them. And I will also say that for women, I think society causes women to become people pleasers because society has expectations of what they think women should do, right? Like women should always be there to support. Women should always help with the kids. Women should always help with the home and the household. And even though we're seeing lots of examples now of men taking on more roles in the household. It still is traditionally women that are in the household, doing most of the child rearing, doing most of the housework. And that kind of has a ripple effect and it goes outside as well. You'll find a lot of times at 
in workplaces, women are asked to do more work and they're always told, well, you can just handle it. So can you just do this? Can you just do that? And sometimes they have to do the work that has nothing to do with their actual job. So they might be asked to plan a birthday party or go get gifts for a holiday or to book the dinner, right? And these might be things outside of that woman's actual role, but she's just asked to do it anyways. Let me give you an example of people pleasing. Imagine a friend asked you to help them move on the same day that you had planned to finally relax after a long week. Despite your incredible exhaustion, you agree to help because you don't want to let them down. This is a classic example of people pleasing. And let me tell you, I used to be that person. But deep, deep, deep down within, that person is still there. And it is really a journey to be able to move out of people-pleasing into prioritizing your own self and your own well-being. People-pleasing is actually very problematic. And it can actually lead to increased stress, it can lead to increased anxiety, and it can even lower one's self-esteem. Because people-pleasing doesn't only put others first, it also pushes you backwards and it pushes your needs backwards. So I want you to think of yourself on a boat, okay? And everybody else is on their boat too. So when you're people-pleasing, it's like you are ripping pieces of your boat and you're throwing it to other people. But what happens to your boat if you keep ripping off all the pieces? Well, eventually your boat's going to look pretty raggedy. It's going to be missing a lot of pieces the water is going to start to come into the boat and it's at risk for sinking. And this is the same thing that's happening with our well-being. Whenever you are giving pieces of yourself away over and over and over again, and you are pleasing others and doing the things that others are asking you to do, instead of taking care of your own needs, all you're doing is ruining your boat and you are headed for a Titanic type situation. When you continue to put others before yourself, it leads to burnout, resentment, and a lack of fulfillment because then you can't do what you want to do. People-pleasing is also very emotional. It can take a strong emotional toll because every time that you are choosing to do something for somebody else, you are pushing your own desires down. And so then you're going to get frustrated, angry, and resentful. Because you're saying yes when you actually want to say no, this creates an internal conflict. And it's like you're battling with your own self. And that conflict can weigh on you a lot long after the decision has already been made. Okay, I just recently, just on the weekend, I had to make a decision to say no to something. And I still feel like, oh man, maybe I made the wrong choice. And it's not even something I can do. The situation is coming on. But sometimes it's a lot of, you feel like you're in a tug of war. Sometimes other people don't want to hear the no, and they want you to always be there for them. And some people do not respect boundaries when you set them up. And so this can cause relationships to become strained. 
And maybe you want to hold on to that relationship so much. So you are like, I'm going to say yes to everything because I really want to please those people because I want them in my life. And I want to avoid conflict and I want to avoid fighting and I want to avoid disappointing them. So if that happens, then again, you go back to a different kind of a relational conflict because you're saying yes to them, but inside your heart, inside your spirit, you want nothing to do with the situation. It's almost like walking on eggshells at sometimes. And I've seen for other people how people pleasing can actually erode their self-identity. Because when you consistently prioritize other people's desires over your own, you lose touch with your own self. You don't even know what you want anymore. You don't know what your needs are. You don't know what your goals are. And I see this happen a lot, specifically with mothers. And this is because mothers put everybody before themselves. They put their kids before themselves. They put their partners and spouses before themselves. They put their extended family before themselves. And I see a lot of moms kind of reach this identity crisis where they're like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't know who I am outside of family. I only know that rule. I don't know how to choose things for myself. I don't know self-care. And I have a lot of clients that I work with that are kind of in that space. And they're looking to finally prioritize their wellness again because they just realize, like, I can't keep going like this. I feel so disconnected from myself. And they don't like that feeling of emptiness, that feeling of a lack of fulfillment, a lack of purpose. Okay, so now let's talk about what are some of the limiting beliefs that people have when it comes to people pleasing. What are the thoughts inside their head? So the first one is all about value and self-worth. And the thought is, I'm only valuable when I'm helpful to others. I'm not as important as others. My needs aren't valid. I don't deserve to be happy. Many of our mindset challenges are directly related to our view of ourselves. And a lot of times that message of worthiness stems from something that happened when you were younger. Someone in your life has made you feel like you are not worthy. And the only way to reclaim that is to be intentional about telling yourself that you are worthy and really starting to reframe those negative beliefs. Okay, your value does not come from other people and your value does not come from what you do. Your value is inherent to you and to your being. So if you are being, if you are present, then you are valuable. Another kind of limiting belief or negative self-talk that people have is around the topic of rejection. And people often think if I say no, then the other person's going to think I don't care about them or I don't like them. And I just need to be agreeable to have everybody in my life. I don't want to lose anybody and I don't want to be rejected. This worry of rejection or someone abandoning us is really unhealthy. Because it shows the power dynamic, right? That person has a hold over you that you have given them. And you need to kind of get to a place in the relationship where you're like, if the people around me respect my boundaries, then I know I'm in the right company. And if if I have people around me who are threatening to leave, if I don't do what they've asked me to do, then that is the clue to cut them off, okay? 
and you have to move forward and I, I promise you, you'll be lighter. Okay? People should not be able to stay in your life or at least they should not be able to have close access to you if they can't respect your boundaries and the choices that you make for yourself or for your well-being. And the last kind of negative self-talk is related to guilt. And this is a biggie. A lot of women in particular feel that they should always put others first because that's what good people do. And they feel guilty when they prioritize themselves because they think of it as selfish. And so they would rather sacrifice their own needs for the happiness of others. They think that other people's happiness is their responsibility. And if that is you, we have to reframe our thinking. Everybody is responsible for their own happiness. Everybody is responsible for their own peace. Everybody is responsible for their own joy. Do not feel guilty for something in someone else's life. You can still show up for people. You can still help people. You can still serve people. But do it because you want to, because you made that choice. Because that is the most authentic way to then show up for someone. If you're showing up for someone with resentment inside or you're doing it out of fear or a scarcity mindset or you're worried that they're going to abandon you, that's not showing a healthy relationship. And that's not a healthy way to show up and serve anyways. So it actually taints what you're doing. And I'm going to tell you, like, I'm not telling you this stuff sitting on a high chair. I have been through the people-pleasing journey all too many times. And it is something I continuously work on and probably something I will have to work on my whole life. I used to be a major people pleaser. I would always say yes before even thinking. Do I have the capacity? Do I have the energy? Do I have the resources for what I'm committing to, for what I'm offering help with, for what I'm agreeing to be a part of? I wouldn't think it through. I would just say yes. I felt like that was what good people do and I wanted to be a helpful person. And then afterwards, sometimes I'd say yes, and I'd be like, oh, actually, I have a conflict. It was even harder for me to change my mind because I am a committed person. So I don't like going back on my word. And I would really struggle and wrestle and try to figure out all of these unique ways to get something done. And it would just leave me so exhausted, so stressed, so frustrated. And I just realized, like, I don't want to live this life anymore. And to be honest, I probably would still be a very major people pleaser if it wasn't for my husband. Because my husband is very different from me. And his nickname should really be, like, Mr. No. He is 100% unbothered to say no, even if it means disappointing others. He also does not respond quickly to people. He doesn't make choices or decisions quickly. So he gives himself so much space before even committing to something. And most times, he does not want it. Most times, the answer is no. Because when he gives his yes, he really does want to do the thing. So if he doesn't want to do it, he's just going to default to no. And at first, I thought it was really kind of ridiculous. And I was like, you can't just keep saying no to so many people. 
But he was like, yes, I can. It's my life and I choose what I want to do with my time. And he was so confident in that decision at every single point in time. And it doesn't matter who he's saying no to. It could be to me. It could be to his family. It could be to uh, his friends. It doesn't matter. And over time, I really came to admire that. I'd be like, wow, I've got to get that same level of confidence to say no. And it really starts with the practicing. You really have to establish your boundaries. And in order to establish your boundaries, you need to know what your priorities are first because you need to know what are the boundaries protected. But I'm about 92%, but I will be very honest with you. Yesterday, I messed up. And I said yes to something because I was trying to help my sister out. And it ended up taking longer than I thought it was going to. And it completely drained my time and energy. And the problem was, I was going to use that evening to record this very same podcast that I'm doing right now. And I just could not get the energy to record the podcast. I fell asleep. And so now this podcast is being recorded late. And it was a really good learning lesson. It was almost like the universe trying to show me something. Because out of this is my 39th episode. I have never recorded a Thursday episode on the Thursday. I've always been able to record it Wednesday night. It is currently 6.47 a.m. So it shows you I'm out of complete alignment and I'm not in the normal flow of how I do my podcast. And that was because of people pleasing. And so when you are a people pleaser or you do people pleasing actions or behaviors, it throws you off of alignment of how you want it to show up. Because I like to have my podcast scheduled to go out at 2 a.m. My email goes out at 7.05 a.m. So this is a really good example for me because it shows me areas that I can still work on and areas where I can still grow. And if you're in a situation where you feel like you made the wrong choice and you kind of gave in because of people pleasing and you didn't want to, I don't want you to sit there and feel bad about it. You can just sit and reflect and say, okay, what would I do differently next time? So I know next time I'm just saying no. Anything on a Wednesday, the answer is no. Unless I've already done the podcast before, but usually I end up doing them Wednesday night. I have to learn that for myself, right? We all have to learn that. We all have to reflect. Life is not always going to be perfect and you do have to give yourself grace, but just try to understand where is the lesson? What can I learn here? What can I do differently next time? And I really want for you a life where your choices are driven by your values and by your unique vision for your future. Because when you're able to stop people-pleasing, you reclaim the power to shape your own path and to live the life that you want. And you want to align your actions with your true self. And by doing so, you honor your values, you nurture your dreams, and you pave the way for a life that is uniquely and unapologetically yours. I'm going to give you four practical strategies that you can use to decrease your people-pleasing. The first one, and this is a simple one, but I use it with my coaching clients all the time, is when you are faced with a people-pleasing dilemma, I want you to ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen if I say no? And the reason that this is so helpful is because so many times we 
make up these huge catastrophic outcomes. We we think that life is going to end. And to be honest, this this lesson about what's the worst that could happen if I say no, I learned this from my friend in university, my friend Justin. I'll never forget, we were sitting in a student center at York University. Shout out to York. Shout out to Justin. And I remember I was talking to him about my people pleasing. And I remember he said to me, he's like, Natalie, that is going to burn you out. And I remember he told me the same thing. He's like, I used to be that person. And I remember he said, one day I just told myself, like, I'm going to bed. I'm turning off my phone. And he's like, what's the worst that can happen? And he turned off his phone and he woke up the next day, he turned back on his phone and he was like, guess what? The world was okay. So sometimes we think that the absolute worst is going to happen if we say no or if we set up a set of boundary or we uh, detach ourselves from people. But most times, life goes on. They either ask somebody else or they figure out a way to do it themselves. You might not know what happens on the other side, but you know that you feel happy, you know that you feel joyful, and that you know that you feel peaceful so that it's worth it. This exercise can really help put things in perspective, and it can help you reduce the fears and separate truth from lie. The second tool is to take account of your feelings and thoughts throughout the day. And it's not about, you know, recording all the bad that has happened to you, but you're really just taking account of your emotional triggers and patterns. You're just seeing what shows up for you what happens throughout the day, how do you respond to things. And over time, you're going to notice that there's recurring themes that can help you identify when and why you tend to people please. And the way to identify it is by how you feel, right? I'm not saying don't be a helpful person, don't help people. But people pleasing is because you put yourself at, at a negative because you're putting other people's needs first right? If you're just helping someone and it doesn't hurt you in any way, it doesn't take away from you in any way, then that's completely fine. That's not people pleasing. That's just being a helpful person. But people pleasing is when you sabotage your own well-being to put somebody else's desires ahead of yourself. The third tool is I want you to go through your calendar and I want you to go backwards for like the last six months or three months, whatever. And if you don't write things out a lot on a digital calendar, you can look at the entries in a planner, or you can even go through photos on your phone to help you. But you're just going to try to take an audit of things you've done over the last few months. Six months might be too much. It depends. Some people do a lot. Some people don't do a lot. Okay, just choose a time period. And I want you to write down all the things that you've done in your life solely to please others. Like you've done... XYZ, you've gone to this place, you've helped with this because somebody else asked you to. And I think that seeing the weight of those actions on paper can be a really powerful motivator for change because sometimes you realize like, wait, I'm just kind of living my life for everybody else. I'm not even doing the things that I want to do. My time, my energy, my money, my joy is being taken up by other people. And so that can help you realize just how much of your life you've spent people-pleasing and you can know what to what to adjust. And I find that really helpful. I love looking at my calendar. And if you can, I would even suggest if you're a visual person, color coding it. 
and color code the different events in your calendar, what events are for you or what actions, what time is for you versus time or actions or events that are for other people. And if you see a huge imbalance visually, well, that tells you, you might want to make some shifts. So I know for myself, my weekends are very precious to me, especially those Saturdays. And I refuse to give all my Saturdays to other people. So I have at least a very minimum of one Saturday a month that is blocked off for me. And this is a family rule. That's something that my husband and I do too. And it's something that we will raise our son to do as well. And we're not going to be doing anything for anybody else on that weekend. It's just about us. And our Sundays are always for us. So protect your time. It's really important. And the last tool that you can use, it's called the no challenge. I want you to invite yourself to say no to something every day. You can do it for a week or you can do it for a month. So it might be declining an invitation to an event. It might be something as simple as when you're at the drive-thru and they ask you, do you want to upsize your fries? You say no. But just get into the habit and practice of saying no. The more you say no, the more comfortable you become with the word. And this will help you practice setting boundaries and prioritizing your own needs. For today's call to action, I want you to think of yourself as a traveler. And I want you to pay attention to the things that you're doing in life. And I want you to ask yourself, are you doing these things because it takes you closer to the destination of what you want out of your life? Or is it taking you closer to the destination of what someone else wants out of their life? Because there's only two destinations. It's either you're going in the direction of where you want to go, or you're going in the direction of somebody else's destination. I want you to know that you can still show up authentically and you can still serve others without being a pushover. You need to know what your priorities and boundaries are and you need to be okay with saying no. For today's affirmation, I want you to repeat after me. I am breaking free from people pleasing. With each no, I am creating a life that's uniquely mine. In closing, I want you to know that people-pleasing is something that is a journey to overcome. And a lot of us are probably, at times, going to end up doing things that we didn't want to actually do because we're just kind people. And I never want you to feel bad about that because if that's who you are, that is a beautiful thing. But I want you to endeavor, I want you to try, I want you to make an effort to put your well-being first, to, to raise it, to elevate it, because you are worth protecting, your well-being is worth protecting. If you're on your own wellness journey or you want to get started, you can download a free wellness assessment in the show notes to show you what areas need the most immediate attention in order to work towards the highest version of yourself. This podcast is brought to you by Captivate Podcasting Platform. Start a free trial by clicking the link in the show notes. Until next time, continue to serve yourself, your loved ones, and your community from a full cup.